I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is this the way they say the future's meant to feel, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway. The North London derby's upon us. Will Burnley ruin Liverpool's perfect start? And can Jack Reelis win another Premier League match? <laughs> There we are. Well done. Yeah, Thank that you. Was, that was like a horse racing commentator. Yeah. <laughs> anyone More of that, please. Anyone who's listening who English isn't their first language, yeah. they're going to be baffled. Willkommen. Yeah. <laughs> They'll have unlearned the little they know. Good and tough. Good and tough. Let's unpick them. Yeah. Of course, we're going to Berlin doing a live show, aren't we? Oh, yeah. yeah that's uh, been added. Oh, by the way. I was not um, consulted. I'm not allowed in that city. <laughs> that's <laughs> why we're going, going there. On the um, Autobahn. Union Berlin Stadium. Mm. It's got... Oh, I'm going to have to look it up now. If it, we're doing a show in Berlin yeah. in, in, in next year. You can it's the see stadium the, tour. See the data, data, details on ramblelive.com. Mm. But um, their stadium is incredible. There's a lot to love about Union Berlin. Mm. One is that they've got a manually turned over scoreboard. Right. So a man oh, nice. sticks his head out and turns it over when there's a score. Can nice. you imagine if Pete operated that? Well, I am imagining <laughs> that. And secondly, um, the stadium translates to, the name of the stadium translates in English to Stadium by the Old Forester's House. Lovely. Nice. Ooh. And their nickname is the Eisenmen. The Iron Men. Oh, ah, come on. Well, we've got to go on stage to Iron Man, surely. We better 100%. have a tour. We better be allowed a tour. 100%. We're already mm. we're going there. We are, the, it's part yeah. of the tour. <laughs> That's yeah. why we're talking about Oh, it. a yeah. stadium tour. I yeah. see what you meant there. So if you want to come and see us in Berlin, flights are very cheap if you're based in the UK. You can fly out there. Yeah. RambleLive.com. It's in April next year. We'll be taking the sausage train. That's it. That's in Hamburg. Mm, it might not yeah. get us the right place. Wow, it might go all the way to Berlin. How much do you around the, every ground in Germany? <laughs> we'd we'd there, be voluntarily well sated by the time we got there. <laughs> is there a sausage train HS2? Should be. Uh, I mm. think it's. there's a lot of uh, controversy <laughs> over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, sad news, oh. Berry yeah. have ceased to exist. Yeah. Like Which seems really... kind of strange, doesn't it? That's not technically true. They've been expelled from the league. Okay, sorry, yeah. I should say. But, but I mean, you know, but I mean, I don't know what's going to happen subsequently. Next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully that they can pick up the pieces and carry on a bit like what. Glasgow Rangers did, which is odd to think. Well, we yeah. they have a weird connection. Do you remember, like about ten years ago, Rangers New Call was going to um, take over Bury's fixtures. They were going to take over Bury, uh, and it was Bury uh, take over their league oh, fixtures they? and then um, play all of the home games at Ibrox. I didn't know this that. is his plan, and Bury just went, "No, you're right." Yeah. Uh, now, nowadays, I thought, they, oh, probably would have been a better move than what they actually got given in the yeah. end. Yeah, we should, owner we wise, should, we should show solidarity with with Bury fans and say that you know they're in our thoughts because it's a very very sad thing to happen and and. As a Portsmouth fan, it came, Portsmouth came pretty close to that themselves, and, and I, I, I hope something good comes of this. And what I mean by that is that some kind of—I would like it to be an independent regulator comes. The bigger, says, the bigger. This picture. is how the game needs to be governed at football league level. Yeah. Um, it's, but, it's yeah, worrying it's though. Sad. Every football fan, doesn't matter who you support, whether it's Manchester City or or Hartlepool United, like Pete over there. Well, they almost went the wall. Absolutely, as well. that's yeah. what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who you support. Every <laughs> single football fan should be concerned about that. Everybody, because it can Absolutely. happen to any club. And if you, as I say, if you support Man City or Arsenal or one of the big boys, it can still happen. It's very unlikely, of course, in the current mm. climate. But Barry, 
1885, their history goes back to. Yeah. They've won the FA Cup, okay, many years ago. I think, they, the, the, what was the stat I saw today? The first uh, side in all four sort of top divisions to get a thousand league goals, something like that. There's a very right. proud club, but it, but it can happen to anybody. And, and it, this is... This is really, really horrible news in terms of the footballing community. Yeah. But do you not think it's like um, a problem with the Premier League as well? The way that um, the, whole the thing. focus is on the Premier League and obviously wages are absolutely inflated. Mm. You go down one step to a league that's not been watched quite so much, that's not been attended quite yeah. so well, that's not, that doesn't have a global uh, reach and a, and a marketing uh, push like that. Um, yeah. You can't have wages at ninety nine percent of your income. It's, it's just the, not, it's just untenable. Uh, it's the opposite of, of trickle down economics, effectively, mm. isn't it? It's just because that the you know the the standard of wages gets skewed higher up, and mm. that does sort of filter down it in a negative sense. And also, teams are sort of busting the gut to get promoted. And I think I, I completely agree with Luke that there needs to be some sort of um, independent regulation put into this because part of the problem is when Steve Dale bought the, bought the club for a pound. Um, he 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 never uh, he never complied with the league's rules that, that that mean the new owners have to show that they've got the money to sustain that club the proof of funding that mm. um, thing that's been placed was just was just never used he didn't have to so, comply to it well, he, well they I said mean, there was special dispensation because it was such a precarious financial situation right. so they they kind of what you I think what you're getting at is they they kind of circumvented their own poor regulatory yeah, rules anyway so, to make an exception. Yeah, which is, and, and but that, surely that you know the rules are in there to stop this happening. So you shouldn't ignore, you shouldn't ignore that sort of safety net. It's it's well the fit and person test and all that. I mean, well, Chilino sailed through it, didn't he? Yeah, you know, we, that time we, we, so. we had. I mean, we talked about this obviously on Monday. A few people came in and said that you know you can't essentially prosecute people for the way they 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 deal in business in terms of football clubs, despite how emotional it is. It just means that it opens up. You know the mom and pop yeah. store down the road mm. to, to to prosecution because of difficulties financially, and I understand all that. But I would I would just argue that football clubs really should be a special case. They mm. should be treated differently. I think I think it's the, the genie's out the bottle now, and it's not going to be very diff- easy for it to happen if it can happen at all. But they need to have some kind of charitable status and, and be yeah. run in, in this in this way. It's in, not a traditional sort of business. No. And there was a nice line in one of the papers that said, these indifferent, often asset-stripping owners are just passing through, not remotely aware of the pride of a football club like Barry Foster's in a town like this. I think yeah. I think they are aware of it and they just don't care. Yeah. Well, e- either way, it's shoddy behaviour, yeah. to, to say the, the least. Guy, the guy at Barry said, I mean, I saw, I saw him on the radio. Um, it, was, it was a clip that was posted online where he said, oh, I'll happily... I want to just get it off my hands. I'll never go back to Bury again. I'd never go there anywhere. I don't care. I'm not even a football fan, et cetera, et cetera. So he actually he admitted that yeah. himself. So what, what a brilliant bloke. I know, right? So yeah, it is really sad. I would recommend people read David Conn's take on it, The Guardian. He's predictably mm-hmm. excellent on it. There's a yep. good piece from Barney Rona in The Guardian today as well. Um, and you're right, Marcus, it can happen to any any club realistically. Of course, it's going to happen mm-hmm. to to <laughs> some clubs are much sure. more likely for it to happen to them than others. But, I look, at, but look at Rangers though. Yeah, I mean it's extraordinary that, that I know it's different, and I know mm. they bounce back immediately. Although mm. they had to go through the leagues and mm. so on, uh, but still, that's what I, that, that's an example of, of it can happen to an enormous yeah. club as well. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll have some good news about Bolton uh, in the coming weeks. Okay, let's crack on with some Carabao Cup chat because it was back this week. My goodness, uh, Grimsby Town versus Macclesfield was called off just before after home due to ridiculous rainy conditions. Yeah, it, the rain, it. it looked like <laughs> steam. 
It, it looked like yeah. um, the first of the Blizzard shows that we do on a Saturday here on uh, Ramble. Yeah, the uh, greatest games. Yeah. Um, the Red Star Milan um, yeah. Oh, yeah. match. Yeah, yeah. They talked about the fog, of. where the yeah. fog kind of just would not uh-huh. lift at all. Um, it just looked like that. It wasn't even about the condition of the pitch. It was about yeah. the condition of people's eyes. You couldn't say anything. Yeah. Well, I think there was a lot of people who wanted to don Argentina and Peru shirts and quickly replay that <laughs> yeah. Martin Palermo. That was, that was crazy. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of people, you go as far as to say a lot? Uh, uh, in my mind, it was a lot of people. <laughs> but in... in, um, it, in was, it was biblical. It was, the, the, the weather on that day, yeah. I remember seeing something on the news, obviously we're down in London, this is further north, but I remember seeing something on the news saying that you know, it's really hot and so there's going to be, there'll be thunderstorms in the area and beware of flash flooding. That's essentially what happened there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Daryl McMahon, uh, the manager, said it was very unreal. I've never seen anything like it, and I'm from Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I'll tell you what, Dublin is consistently my, in my experience, some of the worst weather. I, I love it though. Like it's, it's a real, um, it's a real kind of chat of, of you know. Uh, when, when you get people uh, in, in Ireland and Britain saying, "Oh, that part of you know." The, the I'm reluctant to say British Isles, but it is technically all yeah. British Isles. I know Ireland's not in the UK, blah, blah, blah. but you know, the, in different parts of the Isles go, they get more rain than us. And it's a yeah. bit like the, the, the northern tip of the Sahara going, wow, it's a bit too warm in the southern Sahara. My mum talks about snow all the time. Go, oh, you haven't seen snow, son. Yeah. You haven't seen snow. But like, what, what, when, when I go to New England in the US, it's, there's a lot of weather, but it's, it's it's quite interesting weather. It's either like <laughs> minus 20 mm. and there's six foot snow drifts, yeah. which you can kind of find the interest in, mm. or it's really hot. It's like a, it's like a platform. It's like a video game platform. Yeah. There'll be a sea level, yeah, there's always a snow level. Dublin's <laughs> yeah. just straight drizzle. Yeah, yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're reaching the end of days. I'm quite looking forward to like plagues of locusts <laughs> and like, raining frogs. Mix and stuff it up, like that. yeah. I think well, we're going to get more interesting weather. I'd love weather, a pet frog prediction. Indeed, yeah. Uh, well, let's park the Carabao Cup for. for well, hang a on a minute. Portsmouth Southampton. Eh? Portsmouth. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that oh, in a moment. Oh. Newcastle knocked out the first uh, Look, hurdle again. Yeah. Can we <laughs> for the third season? <laughs> All right. In a okay. row. Well, let's get the North London derby out of the way, <laughs> yeah. and then we can come back to the Carabao Cup. Can I just Cup. say I looked up the worst cup team in the country? Yep. Okay. Can any of you name it? Statistically, because the reason Ooh. I did it is because you alluded to it yesterday on WhatsApp saying that you thought it was Newcastle. My friend Chris, aka uh, Courtney Chris, yes. said he thinks it's QPR. It's neither of those two. Uh, how teams. far mm. back are you going? I think I think it's quite a way. I couldn't tell you exactly, but um, it'd be a long time. Like, statistically, in, and the amount of cup games lost, the worst you know win what? percentage record I think, I think, in the cup. Well, surely it'd be someone in the lower leagues. I think it? Fulham have had actually quite a bad time in the cup. So. Apparently, yeah. and you shoot me down this all, all you like, and you can get at me personally on Discord if you pay five dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them more respect. Yeah. Um, it's Brentford, apparently. Oh. Right? Oh, I was I was close geographically. So was my mate Chris with QPR. Yeah, West London's all at it. Probably, cl- I was probably closer though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Marcus. Well, well done, Marcus. Thank you very much, everyone. everybody. Yeah. Does that count towards going you for global? You don't get the points. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, there, there we are. Uh, All right, then Arsenal. They they play Tottenham Hotspur. Both sides yet to convince this season. Jim, are you convinced? Um, or are you yet to be convinced? As I've just green shoots. Can we use the phone? Green shoots. Convinced is maybe a bit um, bit strong. It's early days, isn't it? Obviously, the Liverpool game was uh, was, a, was a difficult challenge that Arsenal um, fell short on. But um, I'm, I'm really excited about this one. Are you go- it's, are you it's going? a strange time going. Yeah, it's a strange. Oh. Uh, it's an interesting time for both teams to play play each other because th- th- those changes to the squad are still settling in. And actually, I love this part of the season for that across the board mm. because you see a lot of teams who don't necessarily know yeah. their best team League yet. League title's not play. on. It, quite, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, top four might still be on. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do, do you think he'll go with 
because he didn't start Lacazette against Liverpool. No. Uh, obviously started Pepe. Do you think he'll go with one or the other or both? I think he'll play I think he'll play Aubameyang, Lacazette and Pepe. That's very attacking. Well, well he's, he's, he's a off just behind Lacazette. Possibly, yeah. He is, well, he David is... Luiz on the pitch as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get David Luiz just behind Lacazette, yeah. Um, <clears throat> because, because I think Emery has made moves with the changes he's made in the squad to be a little bit more positive. And I think at home in particular, he might want to experiment with that. And also, mm. it's a you know this is always a full-blooded game. So mm-hmm. it's, it's straight out of the blocks. Very, very intense. Very, very uh, fast. So um, Are you nervous for, that... for the game? Um... No more than usual, so yes. massively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you you rightly said that uh, Danny Sabasi obviously didn't play that well against Liverpool. Now it's easier said than done. It's understandable, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I mean, is this the type of game where if if, if he doesn't sort of, I don't know. The, the problem is that phrase, early days, early days. But this is the type of game where you want Sabasi, from an Arsenal point of view, to to put a real marker down. Yeah, and, that's this. That's these are the type of games where reputations are burnished at clubs. And if he yeah. if he was to have an absolute world class game here, <laughs> despite doing nothing for the rest of the season, people would still remember yes. the Arsenal for obvious reasons. Like Nicholas Bentner scoring against Spurs, you know, quite. The fact that I, I can even pull that out of my mind. Ben, Bentley got one as well, didn't he? <laughs> He, oh, yeah, on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, but but the fascinating narrative ahead of this game, I feel like, is based on what we talked about on Monday with Spurs, is that they're going to probably have gaps left for them to exploit because mm, Arsenal yes. be at home. Arsenal have David Luiz in their team, who will interpret the role as he wishes. Absolutely. Um, and and the occasion as well. Uh, yeah, Arsenal will be will be expected to make a bit of the running. So how Spurs deal with that? It's a completely different challenge mm-hmm. to what it was against Newcastle. So oh, you won't have ten men behind the ball. 100%. And it's, it's a lovely way to end the weekend because I think it's Sunday, yeah. last game on Sunday, isn't it? It is, yeah. I, former Arsenal player, of course, Paul Merson, has already written off Spurs' title hopes for this season. What do you think of that? Is that, is that a dig? It's like the, well, um, it's like the portents of the apocalypse when it's death, famine, war, yeah. Paul Merson. Paul Merson's Merson. chances on the title. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean... Were they ever written on? Are, are Spurs writing themselves on? I don't think they are. I think yeah. that's just an ex Arsenal <laughs> I think, I think the there's day, still a, an acceptance that Liverpool and Man City are Yeah, ahead. very much they're, they're going to be the, uh, the chasing pack. There's a particular duel that I'm looking forward to in this game because because um, Spurs, as you alluded to, have some problems at right back. There's a chance that um, Moussa Sissoko could fill in there. Mm. There's also a good chance that Nacho Monreal will have gone to Real Sociedad at that point. So we could have Sissoko versus Kalasanach. Right. Down one side, and that will be that will be chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read that Oreo might play. That will be chaos. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the only human beings on the planet more rash than Kalasanak. Yeah. But last last season, Arsenal beat Spurs four two at Emirates, yes. and it was a obviously a, a great game. game yeah. But um, it, was it the game where Jan Vertonghen completely lost his mind? Yeah, he he did he got sent off late on. Didn't yeah, he? did he did he give away a. I think he gave away a sort of key uh, free kick, didn't yeah. he, or something like that. Is when he got sent off later on. Yeah, he had a really sort of out of character game. But then that's the derbies do that, don't they? they? They're so emotive that sometimes players don't, um, you know, um, play at their most uh, measured. I was surprised that um, uh, for Tongan at the time because he's he's regardless of his, his relative merits, he feels he seems in person like a bit of an ice man. I know what you mean. Mm. Yeah, we all have our moments, though, don't we? we absolutely, of course absolutely. we do. I don't know if he'll play. Oh, he probably will play when he involves yeah. the Yeah, Sanchez was a little bit lacklustre against Newcastle. Do you think Ericsson will play? With all yeah, the I do, actually. Going I think around. he'll yeah. pick him. I think he'll pick him. I think he'll, he'll, he'll go. Uh, uh, listen, unless there's a lot of, of chat, stuff happening that we don't know 
behind the scenes, which sure. is entirely possible. Mm-hmm. I don't think Pochettino can afford to be too clever. I think he's got to play his best players. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to go back to the Carabao Cup? Yes, I'm are. confused as to why we left it in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt it was getting a little bit too intense. Okay. Ease off, and, well, then, and then it's what the competition is known for: <laughs> spice, <laughs> intensity, intensity, energy. Yeah. energy. Yeah. Um, well, Southampton host Manchester United on the weekend. Southampton um, they beat Fulham in in the cup away. Good win for them. That's I mean, why we're coming back. Yeah, yeah. no. No, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> Hang on a minute, I'll check the possession stats. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> if you could. Um, that's And that is the stat that, that really they care about down at Craven yeah. Cottage. Give me some good news, brother. They lost 1-0 at home to Santa in the cup. They did, yeah. They yeah. had 59.7% possession. Fulham did. Against a Premier League team. Oh, that's against a Premier League team. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Southampton playing Portsmouth in the next round. Yeah, I'm pleased it's at Fratton Park. Yeah. I think it'll be... Give give it gives Portsmouth a good chance. They mm. they had a good win last night. I mean, they, they had a good win against a team that knocked them out of the FA Cup last season, of yeah. course. And I think it was a replay. I was at the Loftus Road game. It's one of the worst football matches I've ever been to. Um, QPR knocked Portsmouth out fairly easily, so it's good to get one back over on them, the slugs. Um, <laughs> and Southampton will yeah will be next. It'll be. It'll, it's the first time I've... You never call them Southampton off, Mike. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> it's, it's the first time I think we've played them in the situation where they are. Much better than us, if you know what I mean, for, oh, yeah. for a long while. So mm. uh, it'll be interesting. Again, talking about Portsmouth as us and the Southampton as them. Oh, it's so rare. <laughs> Here we go. Well See the not... skithead appear. <laughs> well done for not using the word scummers. A couple of my uh, Southampton supporting friends have already been on the old WhatsApp. Have they? <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Some spicy language? Some yeah, Carabao Cup level language? <laughs> a little bit of indoor language, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> well, Southampton, uh, they were beaten by Burnley uh, on the opening day, of course, 3 0. They lost 2 1 at home to, to Liverpool, which is an improved performance. And, you know, they had a chance to, to get a late equaliser mm. there. But last weekend, they won 2 0 at Brighton. Brighton were down to, to 10 men, but still, they've got to be put away. I don't think Southampton have been that bad. I think the 3 0 mm. Burnley result was looked worse than it was. Um, it was a mid-in, mid-in, mid-innings collapse, really, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Liverpool is Liverpool, mm-hmm. and Brighton, they won the game. So I, I think they've been okay. Uh, do I think they can go to. No, it's at home. Yeah. Do I think they can go to St Mary's <coughs> and beat Man United? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do actually. Yeah. Because Man United are not very good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, there was a great point that James Horncastle made on On the Continent yesterday where on, he Hunter. said he's talking about Lukaku going to Inter yeah. and Sanchez going to Inter yeah. and why that's going to work. And, and Chris Smalling going to Roma. Well, there's talk of that as well, yeah. of course. Uh, but but um, Lukaku, of course, scored on his debut. Mm-hmm. And James said, and it's a point I've not heard made um, very broadly on, 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 um, on any real football podcast, which is that. Man United is, is much more than you think is a place where good players have recently have gone to 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 die. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Sanchez, oh. Lukaku, mm-hmm. Di Maria. Mm-hmm. Is it, it fair to say Lukaku died there though? I think no, he had a good time, season, but he wasn't he? a failure. Well, yeah. none of them literally died. It's a, it's a metaphor. You know, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> no, yeah, I think Jim was suggesting. Fair enough. Maybe we're colouring his his um his his time there by the last few months, where it mm. became quite unsavoury. But not only Di Maria as well, Blind. As well, who went on to play he very well such, for us? He had such hope. They got like, to the semi-final. Anyway, you can hear it on on the continent. It was out yesterday, so you can, people can listen to him making it much more eloquently than me. And I do think because there's been some positive news around United because of the signings they've made. As I said on Monday, 
it's being forgotten about. They're not that good. I mean, they, 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 their record over the last 15 games or so is appalling. Well, we, we I mean, said this do, on you, Monday. do you feel like it is being forgotten about? Because there was a lot of criticism. I will not let it be forgotten about. Yeah, I mean, you've forgotten about it since game. Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Southampton have not beaten Manchester United on home turf for 16 years. Now, if there was ever going to be a year that, mm. that they were going to do it, they always seem to score at home, certainly in the last season. Uh, and they play quite well against Liverpool. Fancy, I fancy, I fancy you a fancy home win here. Three? <laughs> Remember those days yeah. at the Dell? Yes. Now that but what do you think? Well, I'll, th- I'll throw it back at you then, Marcus. Yeah. What, do, what do you think it would mean? Well, to all of you, what do you think it would mean if Southampton were to win against Man United? And say, say they win convincingly. Mm, what right. does that mean for Solskjaer? Uh, nil point. Well, I, I, feel, same, I feel that it, it actually, well, as Pete says, actually, it's, it's more of the same because Man United, to me, three games into the season, after that Palace result, they seem beleaguered. You know, and that's exactly what they need to get away from, the, the sort of the, the image and the feeling around the club that they need to get away from from the end of last season. So they, they, they really need a convincing win here. Well, I, I think that uh, they're desperate to get back to what they know as Manchester United, which, is, of course, was under Ferguson. Those days are long gone. They know that. But this is a, I think this is a false dawn. And the 4-0 win against Chelsea... Was could have been a, a different score on a different day, but fair enough. Four nils, impressive, and it's still Chelsea. Yeah. They're still a decent side. But going into this game, like I, it wouldn't shock you at all if Manchester United didn't win. That's where they are at the moment. Going mm. away to Southampton, and th- you know, you put in Arsenal and Spurs, say two teams that that. I think most people, including Paul Merson, have written off for the title. Mm. You still expect Arsenal or Spurs to go there and win. You'd expect. Wolves to probably go there and win. And Manchester United, yeah, there's a slight expectation, but I, I don't know. I, I think if they lose this game, the pressure starts mounting. And mm. Solskjaer's good fortune or good feeling that he's rightly had, and of course they had a wonderful start under him, it just goes back to that decision to give him the job full-time and, and blah de blah de blah And they've tried to paper yeah. over the crack, and I just don't think that this is what they're after. I think we're, we're at the point now, though, where, where, with every point dropped, that's going to be the narrative, isn't it? Because of the way that they yeah. collapsed so much last season. Yeah. I, I think the worse they get, the better that Chelsea... Um, oh, sorry, the worse for Frank Lampard, <clears throat> that 4-0 is going to look at the start of the season. Like, yeah. What, you yeah. lost 4-0? <laughs> it was on the, on the score sheet, 10 years from now, it was Man United. It but was. then you're like, yeah. not that Man United. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like going to see a very late on... Velvet Underground, where all the members have left. <laughs> yeah. It's just Doug Yule. He's got somehow yeah. got rights to the name. And, yeah, and some of the Wu Tang clan members that you don't really hear about. Yeah. Well, they're there as well. They're in the Velvet Underground for some reason. And, and some of uh, the non. There's two UB40s now, isn't there? Oh, yeah. there is. really? You see that a lot. Jeff Lindsay, LO. Yeah. Well, well, Roger, Waters of, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd said that the biggest humbling in his career mm. was when he separated from Pink Floyd and Dave Gilmore carried on with the Pink Floyd name. Mm. And through some sort of quirk of of stadium bookings in terms of their tours, they were both, I think, in Cleveland, mm. and Roger Waters was playing like a ten thousand venue as Roger Waters. Yeah. But at the same time, in the same city, just down the road, David Gilmore's Pink Floyd were playing like eighty thousand <laughs> at a big stadium. And between the songs, you could hear Dave Gilmore doing the song. Oh, oh you're kidding! Me. <laughs> that's terrible. Said, so that's kind of a bit like Man United now. Yeah. Yeah. Noel Gallagher sells more. Uh, sorry, Liam Gallagher sells more records than Noel Gallagher. Yeah. I'll try to get me around right. that every now and again. But Marcus, we haven't got time for this now. <laughs> I just wanted to say um, we're back, kids. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Belver Underground, Pink Floyd, yeah. Wu Tang Clan. Indeed. Stick around, teenagers. <laughs> but keep Marcus Rashford on penalties, though. 
Yeah. 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 It was a good got it, that, that last penalty was amazing, to be fair. Uh-huh. It was the best penalty that didn't go in. I've seen in ages. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, hopefully, Musa Gineppo, though, will have a lovely old time for Southampton's sake. He's got a great one against Brighton, of course. And isn't isn't oh, everyone yeah. saying he's a great lad? He's a great laugh. He is, yeah. He's a great video. He was name. described as a bubbly character, which is... When he left Liège, Stanley, did he cover Stanley Liège? I think when he left, their film was like, oh, I'm yeah, the that guy. I've a fun and bubbly play. character, Nathan Redman described him as. Mm? There we are. Nathan Redman picked up an injury last night, I think. That's a shame. Yeah. Oh, Pep Guardiola will be on the phone screaming him about yeah. that. <laughs> what are you getting injured for? <laughs> Not for uh, me, I like it. it. All right, it's time for emails with PDD. Right, I'm stop that now because I know some of you fast forward. <laughs> so I'm going to wait three seconds <laughs> for those of you who fast forward so you can hear it all. All right, there you go. And we're back in the room. Never catch me sleeping. No. Tom Hilliard. Hi there, the mighty and ever-expanding Ramble team, which I think we should always be addressed. <laughs> That's our waistline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I heard Luke's description of a googly, I knew he'd be in for a busy week oh, on fuck. social media and email channels. Look, if you can diversify, Tom, you've got to take the hits. Tom, right? you'd be pleased to know I've had a very busy week. <laughs> But then I thought, what if I'm wrong and he gets away with it? Alas, that's why I'm wading in. Right. Never stopped anyone in our email box ever. Uh, so more specifically, a googly is the wrong one delivered by a leg spinner, i.e. it comes in at the right-handed batsman rather than spinning away. On the other hand, a doozra is the uh, wrong one delivered by an off-spinner. Spin- it's all very boring. Yeah. But yeah. either way, the doozra <laughs> is always a little bit controversial, even frowned upon because it's very tricky to bowl without throwing the ball, of course not allowed when bowling. Um. Can someone game. tell me why um, throwing a ball is not allowed? As in, like, it's got to hit the, the floor the, first? No, the, law, the laws of cricket, and I hopefully I'll get this one right, um, <laughs> the arm when it's delivered, the arm has to be straight. Mm. So what's the throwing? As, as in, like, if, you, if, you, can't if, you, bend if the you've elbow. got your elbows bent, it looks like you're, it's, it's, it looks like you're throwing it. It's not a bowl, it's a, it's a throw. throw. Which is not allowed. It seems like very small margins for me, guys. Wow. Uh, well, dear, <laughs> dear Ramble, uh, yeah, again, uh, Matt has just come in with the same stuff. Um... <laughs> I think we, I can take, we can take this as we this, so yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Steve. I apologise to uh, all the cricket-loving listeners yeah. to the Football Ramble. Matt uh, says, uh, hi, Pete and fellow Ramblers. I turn on the Ramble every day to get away from other lesser sports, especially cricket. Either start a sideshow or keep your chat to football only. Nobody else to hear about the cricket. Thanks, Matt from Sydney, Australia. Hello. Playing with a straight bat there, Matt. Hello like from uh, Ian Cross. Uh, after you mentioned Hamilton getting sent off for Hamilton, I thought you'd let, know that, let you know that the brothers Tony and Russell Dingwall, who uh, both play for Ross County, from the town of Dingwall. Okay. Mm. Russell is currently on loan, but still, they were both in the team at the same time once. Um, Keep those coming in because a lot of people have missed the, the obvious one, which is that um, Everton is sits proudly in the town of Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello to, who have we got here? Nick, uh, dear Ramble, listening to the chat about Keith and Keith's Hamilton. Uh, Keith and Keith at Hamilton and Hamilton are being sent off at Hamilton. Um, and you think of my, sorry, I'm, I'm breaking that control, delete. Uh, Make me... <laughs> Made me think of my hometown club, Potenza, in the third tier in Italy. No, we don't have a player called Potenza. We have something even better, a player called Matera. You see, Matera is a neighbouring city and a perennial regional rival. Potenza ultras are often heard chanting, Matera murder, Matera shit. 
Uh, uh, during home games, regardless of who we're playing. Imagine how awkward and distracting this must be for poor Antonio Matera. Stop singing it. <laughs> Very well, yeah. upset. There was a time, this is slightly different, mm. uh, but there was a time where Spurs had a a, youth, a a young Portuguese defender who was called Defendi. And despite <laughs> you know my, my allegiances, I am slightly disappointed he didn't go on to be the greatest defender that's ever Should've lived. <laughs> but remember, wasn't there a player called Mark Deman? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dutch <laughs> yeah, that rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, Gotta is that true? No, I think it is. Yeah, really. Yeah. I'll look him it up sounds now. Sounds like a sounds like a sketch. Uh, David Rosenberg has uh, quickly got in touch. My, uh, I've supported Bury FC all my life, mm. and on this dark day for the club, please spare a thought of my old man who may go down as the world's unluckiest supporter. My dad Ivor was born in Glasgow in '46 and supported Third Lanark as a child. He continued to support them until he was 21 years old, when in 1967 they went out of business due to mismanagement. Uh, Third Lanark were a team in the top flight in Scotland for many years. Their biggest honours were winning the league in uh, 03 or four. Uh, 1903 and 1904 <laughs> uh, and won the Scottish Cup twice in 1889 and 1905 so not a minor club up in Scotland he moved to Manchester a few years later he tells me that he went to a lot of Man United and City games uh, but he didn't find an affinity with either club he did however find something at Gig Lane, Gig Lane which reignited his love for a team he became a, a shaker in the uh, early 70s and uh, supported them ever since really he goes down, the world's most unluckiest yeah. uh, football supporter mm. support Spurs <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Gee, that is outrageous. Never goes to. <laughs> yeah, uh, not sure where we go from here. My best hope is that we form an AFC Bury and make our way back up to the pyramid. But my dad mm. is taking money from anyone who doesn't want him to support their club, yeah. <laughs> which is quite nice. Yeah. Thank you, David Rosenberg. If you want to get in touch with the show, well, you know where to go. Press you the button. Do. All right then. <laughs> you email show. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, doing that little fast forwardy thing, are we? Yeah, so you want to miss the email? Are we the only in. show that like actively hates our listeners? Yes. And now it's time for a break. <laughs> ah, I tried. You email show at footballramblegaily.com And now Peter's reading it out. Well done. Break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the preview show on Football Ramble Daily, sponsored by Betway, everybody. Mark, yeah. Mark Deman played for Anderlecht and was capped five times for the Belgian national team. Mm. His middle name was Julia. Oh. Okay. Cool. Julia, interesting. Nice. Julia, wasn't there a footballer called Brian Penis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play, for, play for Penis Town. Play for Devo <laughs> <Tebow> Wanker. <laughs> Guys, from Mark Demand to support Deramble. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily. Uh, basically, uh, a situation where you can get involved a little bit closer, get up close and personal uh, with the Ramble Boys. We've got a Discord. Uh, we've got your chance to uh, introduce an episode of Football Ramble daily. Uh, we've got uh, the opportunity to get your WhatsApp messages on the phone, and you can even have a little QA with yours truly, or even. A ramble, uh, a ramble meets with Luke Moore, depending yeah. on what tier you want to choose. Mm. It's patreon.com forward slash football ramble daily. Get involved. We love you and we want to love you that little bit more. We do. On the Discord, that's only, it's only available for just $5 a month. Um, it's going a, off like a frog in a, a sock, Luke. It's a great Spotify <laughs> playlist now as well with a different mm. theme every week. Really, oh, nice. I am very much enjoying a, a, a user called Jolly the Neutral who can make literally any conversation about Ashley Barnes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a fine job. But don't let that put you off. Right. <laughs> Jim, I'm so glad you said that because we're going to talk about Burnley versus Liverpool now. Can Liverpool keep up their perfect record when they go to turf more? Bit of advice for Klopp last time uh, he played this fixture, which nearly derailed the title uh, <laughs> shot. He, he rested uh, Firmino, Salah and Mane. I suggest he doesn't do that this time <laughs> and maybe goes full strike. Or possibly think about fielding two of each. Yes, <laughs> two of each. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yeah, well, of course, they, they nearly uh, thwarted Manchester City, but it was a, it was a goal-line technology decision, was it? Mm. That Aguero just got the ball over the yeah, line. Yeah, that's right. As we know, Burnley is a tough place to go. Yeah, yeah. And It is, though, isn't it? It is, Jim. It is. They got a poor result last night, though, losing 3-1 at home to Sunderland, so maybe it's not that tough. Yeah, so are you saying Liverpool can learn from Sunderland? I'm saying, yeah, quite oddly. We can uh, all learn from Sunderland. It's a bit of a strange result, but uh, but but that's the Carabao Cup. You just can't take your eyes off it. If you want insight, if mm. you want insight, this was also, um, I was also made aware of this on our Discord. Oh, it was yes. all popping off, as Pete says, frog in a sock. Sean Dyche was at Reading Festival. Yeah. yeah. Um, apparently his favourite artists were 21 Pilots and Post Malone. Yeah, he said, Everything gives a second to the Benzo. He said, which one's that? Post Malone. Okay. So what are they? They're a I've, bit... got, I've got a bit of a free song with Post Malone's work. Have you? Yeah. 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 He is one of the tattooed faced rappers. Yeah. Yeah. The SoundCloud rap. Mumble, is it Mumble rap? Ten, yeah, ten, yeah. ten years ago, I probably would have been in a ska punk band. No, no, sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, was, I always thought Sean Dyche, I would have put him down as... It's more like a heavy metal type of Same, thing. Same, 100%. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. 20, well, I guess Reading is historically a, a heavy metal festival, yeah. but like, um, what I like about 21 Pilots is he certainly used to the lead singer. He used to dip his mm-hmm. hands and neck in ink. Mm. Something, and that would be a pretty good um, look for Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche. Get rid of some of the jowls. Sean Dyche should sing death metal. Well, I think he has been. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's why he's great at like it. That. Yeah, maybe that, you know, maybe he's always at music festivals singing along. And that's why he sounds like that. He, also, he said um, Post Malone was different class. I love that he can't, <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, turn yeah. off the sort of football manager <laughs> speak. Yeah. I, I, th- I, can, I see him as being a bit of a fan of new wave of British heavy metal stuff. Like, oh, yeah, yeah like Iron like Maiden and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, Diamond Head, Iron Maiden, those kind of guys. Maybe we're stereotyping him too much. Maybe. Mm. Please don't alone. He's not said he doesn't like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's yeah. wait to hear from him. Yeah, yeah. Saxon, bit of Saxon. I can oh. see him enjoying a bit of Saxon. I just, I just imagine his like exit Saxon Dyche. His exit interview doing a lot of post Malone lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> dropping him in. You probably think that you were better now, better now. That's how he sings. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Right. So is post, Malone, is post Malone a rapper or a singer? He's a rapper, but he does a bit of singing. Okay. He's a singer. Bit of a plan rapper. B. Bit of a plan B. He's very good, but I'm. I don't ever admit that I like him. <laughs> Well, well, you just have <laughs> on the largest Shit. platform possible. Shit. The, the largest platform. <laughs> Imagine me having access to a platform. Wow. Uh, well, I, mm. I often vote against it. But um, I think <laughs> I think Burnley are going to finish in, finish in the top half this season. I think top they look half. really good. Oh. Yeah. 
That does include tenth position. By the way, <laughs> <because>. <laughs> Honestly, I, it's not I as think... big as Andros Townsend five goals, but we're taking it anyway. Oh, Andros missed a pen, didn't he? He mm-hmm. did yeah. miss a pen. Have we, have we have we re-upped on that? Have we re-upped? Are we going for a six or a seven? This, yeah, why this not? Hey, why All right, not? do you want to re-up? What, what, are you what are you saying? Six or seven? Six. Six. How obviously. Palace are playing? Yeah. So right. town, you, you're saying just for, make it absolutely clear for everyone yeah, listening yeah. at home, Townsend to score six or more Premier League goals. Yeah. Or goals in all compos. But, and bear in no, mind, Premier League goals. Uh, he scored five yeah, last yeah, okay, season. Let's, let's, up last one. let's up it one. Okay. Bearing in mind, I won last season. That was obviously the meaning for one. I think you're this is just like a Harlem Globetrotters tour now. <laughs> so if I, do, if I don't win, then I don't care. Well, one thing right. he's got in his favour. Competitions. No, no, no. Just, in just Premier League. One thing he's got in his favour. He does play a lot of games for his public. A lot of games. Well, this is why I think all competitions are a bit more, bit more interesting. Well, well, I'm not having that. No, but I, Pete's saying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I think, no. But to Let's be move fair, on. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's the what's the? Look, we're going to talk about Palace in a minute. Well, yeah. What's the? But what's no? I just want to know what the the, the forfeit is. Um, Same oh, as I last time. Yeah. What was yeah, last time? Whoever loses has to has to quit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's an I quit wrestling match. No, it's, yeah. this, it's the same I've got to chop his hair off. It's the same as it was last. I'm going to unmask time. Marcus. Pete hands over an enormous amount of cash. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm still waiting for. Yay! Uh, but Burnley, um, I, I think they look pretty good. Uh, they were they were unlucky not to win against Wolves. Obviously, it was a late penalty. Um, they were slightly under siege at the end, but you'd mm. expect that, of course. But I think they look impressive. And and with with the aforementioned grime artist uh, Ashley Barnes uh, up front for them, yeah. they haven't won since the opening day of the season. Yeah, yeah but the three get. Oh, I see. Yeah, trying to dampen my mood here. <laughs> so they they won on the opening day. Yeah, they went away to Arsenal and lost. Yeah, and then and then the Wolves game, which I was saying they're and they lost at home to Sunderland last night. Mm. Yeah, I but I mean there was rotation there, right? Well, the bloody hope I, f- I fancy them from what I've seen. I fancy them to finish uh, maybe ninth or tenth. All would right. You say, would you say that this is Liverpool's? sternest test yet I probably would be shown that I reckon what, uh, the way that Burnley are playing. I bloody, I, I played I, I, Arsenal last week I'll, I'll put it out I there I know what I said <laughs> I'll put it out there I bloody love Burnley to beat Liverpool just because it would be interesting for, yeah. for the league I think it, absolutely I think we're at a point now where City and Liverpool are so good but either of them dropping points at this stage makes nah, it interesting nah I still want to see but Liverpool yeah. win the league obviously but we do, <laughs> the danger is we, we see somebody just racing ahead with like mm. 15 point lead yeah like we don't Christmas want that we don't want that no thank you very much no, I just I think I think Burnley are playing with a little bit of verve and uh, I, they know what they're doing defensively and I think you know, you're into them aren't you yeah I am you're in for it you're in for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, could you flourish in a Sean Dodge 4-4-2 oh big time yeah you and Barnes up front jostling I'd flourish in most positions I think I don't agree with that but I can see you forming a good partnership with Ashley Barnes. Very much so. He's not a good cop, bad cop. <laughs> sexy cop. <laughs> no, he's not that sexy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he is. I think he is. Surprised he was turned down for Austrian citizenship. Yeah, I am too. Bit of a shame, but there yeah, we are. In a post-Brexit world, he'll, he'll regret that. <laughs> <laughs> but they won't. Uh, okay, let's move on to Palace versus Villa. Villa gubbed crew 6-1 in the cup. Crew manager Dave Artwell was rather honest afterwards saying, we played well in patches, soft as crap in others. <laughs> <laughs> One of the quotes You can the feel his frustration so because I think if you, if, you're, if you get drawn against a Premier League team and your crew, you need to be right up there at it, top of your game, physical, all that kind of cliched stuff. Yeah. And if he feels like they're not even doing that, you yeah. can imagine being very frustrated. i tell you what though, if you're a Villa fan, back to winning ways, aren't they? Yeah. Jack Grealish was very relieved to get uh, his first win in, was it 20 games or something like that in the, in the Premier League? It wasn't League. just his first win. I think they had lost that many games in a row. Blimey. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but it was huge, though, the other, it was um, last week, of course, at, uh, at Villa Park. And it's funny because Aston Villa, the, the Villa Park is a stadium where when it's pumping, it's pumping. I think oh, uh, sure. one of their the former players very special. may well have been Stan Collymore, although I tend not to want to quote him on, on Joe, but 
uh, it was at the Holt end at, at yeah. Villa Park, and he said that like it was up there for Anfield when it's kind of oh going. mate, the Holt end back in the day was the it was I think it was in terms of capacity was it the biggest single tier stand around? Yeah, it's so, a, it's an amazing place to watch it, football. It's, Villa Park, it's got a history certainly, yeah. and uh, and when it's going, it's going as you say. But 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 Villa Park can also be one of the stadiums where if it's not going right, there's quite a few empty seats. You compare it to maybe say one or two other teams as well who've been a bit up and down, but. You know, there's kind of the the traditionalist or the romantic in you. You want to see a Villa Park full and 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 bouncing and so on. Mm. Birmingham City fans, of course, won't agree, and I don't expect them to. But it was it was really good to see them back in the Prem and, and winning. And and uh, what was the guy's name at that front? Wesley. Yeah. Uh, impressed. Scored mm. nice goal, He yeah. looks decent. He yeah. looks physically strong. He yeah. finished well. And you think there's a forward that perhaps that we have to hang the hats on this season. If you've got the likes of Grealish as well playing off. Well, McGinn as well. As well. Uh, well, yeah. Don't don't yeah. forget old McGinn. So I, I think, uh, I don't know, Villa going into this game, you get that first win, the pressure's off slightly. Mm. I think we might see them uh, express themselves. How do you, themselves think, how do you think they'll approach it though? Because you're going away to Crystal Palace, you're mm-hmm. expecting them to be a team, <clears throat> excuse me, who are going to rival you in terms of league position this yep. season. You want to yeah. guard against relegation. Do they go for it and think, do you know what, we can be better than them? Or or do they do they think Crystal Palace is this really well-drilled, decent, mm-hmm. kind of organised team who, as you said last, last show on Monday are very, very sort of safe and secure in the jobs they do mm-hmm. and you don't want to give them any opportunity by leaving yourself too open. It's quite a difficult game to know how to approach. It is, but I think this is the type of game where if you're Aston Villa, it's kind of like, you know, it, I, I generally think that any point on the road, especially for a newly promoted side, is a decent point. Mm. And these are the types of games where you think, right, you've got your first win, make your home a fortress, but go away and if it's the game's not going for you, Express just go yourself. with it. Mm. Yeah, well, as well, if there's a moment, but if it's not, don't try and maybe force it because you are playing against a side who they may not be one of the best teams in the league, but they're, they've been in the league for a while now. And if Zaha's back and, and, and feels like he is a, mm. still a Palace player and all that, he can hurt you on the break. Uh, we saw what happened against Manchester United. So um, take it, relax into it. You're a Premier League club. Behave like a Premier League club, yeah. if you see what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and, and don't just kind of play because um, Don't force the issue. I mean, look at Scott. They're going to be calling a couple of guys, um, a player like Scott Dan, who's, who wins everything in well, the air. Or maybe Gary Cahill as don't, well. And Cahill plays. as well. Yeah, again, uh, they're, they're both very, very good in the air. So, mm. so don't play that kind of room one nonsense <laughs> football that, yeah. that people will accuse you of playing because you're because this is a game that you could potentially win and, right. and win quite handsomely. Yeah, I, I don't think, think, I don't think Villa, Villa won't play like that, though, will they? No. They're, they're, they're going to stick to their guns. I mean, I think it's only sort of for half an hour or so at Spurs. They they changed mm-hmm. it a little bit. but Absolutely. Um, I, I think it's an interesting game purely because <laughs> Both teams will go, do you know what? When the fixture list come out, that's the game we've got to go and win. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's time for Betway's 4 to score, Here everyone. we go. Um, chance to win a huge prize for charity on our side. But on, on your side, as a listener, you've got a chance to win some decent cash. The prize is still £250,000. If you're new to this, I'll give you a very, very, very quick uh, price of how it works. It's free to enter. You just pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected match matches the, uh, this weekend. If you're correct... Like I say, you can win £250,000. You head to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's the number four and then to score. Um, and of course, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. There are four games. There are four of us in here, so we choose a game each. Jim, you're up first. You've got West Ham v Norwich on Saturday at three. Tell us your selection and a little bit of a rationale behind it. So I've gone mm. for Sebastian Aller um, because I figure West Ham are at home and this is their first home game of the season that isn't against Man City. 
I thought about going for Timu Puki, and I think there's a good chance that he will score. But I think West Ham's home advantage makes him a bit more likely to score first. So I've gone for him because he looked very sharp. All right, uh, great. Recently, good stuff. Liverpool, they concede goals. Well, you, your game's Burnley, Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool, they concede <laughs> goals. I go for Chris Wood because uh, obviously this is, the focus, this is a, a left focus, field shout. The focus is all going to be on his striking partner. They're going to be defending his the heck out of him. Yeah. Say again. His striking part, yeah. not Liverpool's part. forward no. line. No, I mean, all, I mean, in the defensive back line of Liverpool, they are going to be concentrating right. on his striking part. All right, Ashley right, Barnes, right. Jim. It's Ashley Barnes. All right, let's Jim. see between Sebastian Haller and Chris Wood. Let's have our own little uh, all right. tech, <laughs> shall we? All okay, right. right. Well, I'm so I think Chris Wood is going to get off the mark. Do you want to know who the first goal scorer was in this fixture last season? Who was it? It was actually Burnley's Jack Cork. Ooh, Corkers. But I, I think that I like what you've done there, Pete. Because yeah, I've thought about it. Because when, <laughs> when we go through all these, you always think. And uh, you know, and we'll come on to mine in a minute. But you think the obvious scorer for the better side? It just never works out like no. that. As I found out last week when I went for Harry Kane, <laughs> and of course, mm. Spurs didn't even score. <laughs> it was Joel Linton. Uh, my game is uh, Everton v Wolves which is on Sunday at two o'clock. It's also live on Sky Sports. Best of the rest. I've gone for Raúl Jiménez mm. purely yep. because he's obviously a decent player. But Everton have started to concede goals. We went into the the last weekend and they hadn't conceded a goal at that point. And of course, they went down two 0 to Villa. Uh, they also conceded a couple against Lincoln last night. So I think Jimenez might be the one to open open the score in there. Mark, mate. He's Marcus, off the mark as well, isn't he? Exactly. Marcus, mm. you've got uh, the well, big one. Before you go on, I mean, if, if everything get a free kick, it could be Lucas Dinia who's uh, scoring. What a peach. What a peach. Yes. He's I, a good player. Uh, Arsenal Spurs. I've gone for Pierre. For Bamiyang. Not giving him his middle name. Yeah, just, um, leaving a pause there. Well, like, like, redacted fill in your own middle name. <laughs> Joseph. <laughs> yeah, I've gone for Aubameyang. The reason for that is because I'm not sure. I think Arsenal will score first. And uh, I'm not sure if, if Lacazette or Pepe. I, I think that he might start both. But the one man he will start is Aubameyang. So I thought I'll go a little bit safer there. Sound logic. Yes. So, uh, But I do think Arsenal will score first. And, uh, and I think thought, well, why not pick the goal man himself? Mm. Um, last week, uh, I think I'm right in saying Mark Noble absolutely killed it for everyone playing. Um, <laughs> he scored first in the West Ham's game against Watford and only 0.6% of players had him. So no one yet again won it. Uh, so the, the prize is 250000 Our selections across uh, Betway's four to score this week are Sebastian, Chris, Raul and Pierre. Um, do your bet yourself. Betway.com forward slash four to score and make sure you bet the responsible way. Good luck. And Good now luck, it's everyone. time for Going for Glow. So the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you for you to play the game. As people are coming, everyone's trying. Trying to be the best that they can. To reach the sky where the stakes are so high. We're all going for going for Gold. gold. Oh, don't throw things. Peter, not in the studio, thank you. <laughs> not in the studio. I've already covered Luke in uh, Walter. Come along. Yeah. You're always gagging, thought, for, oh, gagging for the win, aren't you? That's, that's uh, the first Paxman of the season. That yeah. is the first Paxman. Come on, I want my chance. Yeah, by the way, ha- that's not even a modern reference anymore. He's never been on TV for like <laughs> no. three years. But I am on a hat trick. That is a very modern, up-to-date reference. Jim, so we Pathetic. had a situation on going for gold the first week of the season when you're off. Jim knows. Where we were desperate to get a, uh, a win 
because mm. you weren't here. And mm. I had run out of guesses, but I knew who it was. Mm. So I gave it Very to Marcus. Kindly. It was it was Stan Lazaridis. The finest. I gave it to Marcus and said, look, it's Stan Lazaridis, just yeah. say it. And he went, stop, Stan Lazaridis. Yeah. yeah. Ever since, he's been claiming it as a win and now he's on a hat-trick uh, because of it. Right. It's like the SOS. If you're wondering if he's changed through the summer, the answer no, is no, he hasn't. I would mm. remind everyone as well that Marcus did win last Thank you very last much, season. Jim. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. You, know, you don't it's, it's need on. to remind us because yeah. another man in the room will. <laughs> I've actually forgotten that. <laughs> I was sure about this season. But thank you, Jim. Ashley. Let's go with the clues on this one. Thank you very much to uh, Ashley. If you would like to get involved and chuck us a, uh, a few clues... Uh, pertaining to a mystery footballer. It's uh, glowed at footballrammeldaily.com. Born 22nd of January, 1977. <sighs> tough one. Tough one. <laughs> it was last week's Raul Morelos. Yeah. That was particularly mm. tough. It won't, probably won't be this week. S- no. Stop. Um, Raul Morelos. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Joao Pinto. Incorrect. Yeah, when we going for British? Stop. Vitor Bayer. Incorrect. Um... <clears throat> I made 77 appearances for my country, scoring 11 goals. Wow. Hmm. Not too shabba dabba do. No, not too bad. C- can you repeat that one? I made 77 appearances for my country, scoring 11 goals. Stop. Stop. Emil Heskey. Incorrect. Stop. John Aldridge. Incorrect. <laughs> John, Aldr- John Aldridge is, is not 41. <laughs> 41. 42. 77. Hang on, 70... 42, possibly. 77. Hmm. John oh, yeah, no, January. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've added a decade in my head there. Um, I joined Bolton on loan and scored one goal in uh, which would have Stop. been my last season of football. JJ Kotcher. Incorrect. I think I know who it is. So do I, but I can't reach his name. I've got two other candidates, so really? hurry up, carry on. Yeah. Really? Stop. Wow. Can I have a stop with her? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. You read your clear. Incorrect. That was one of mine. Yeah, Good. No, I, it, it wasn't the one I was thinking, but I thought I'll have a stab. You all right, Jim? I you can't think pregnant. Of yeah, I do, but that's not related to the game. Um, <laughs> Carry on. Carry on, yeah. It's our collective chip shop. Um, one of my biggest career highlights was scoring a 30-yard screamer. Stop. And stop. Jim's there. Mario Jardel. Incorrect. Ivan <sighs> Campo. Incorrect. Ah, oh, for goodness sake. Max is keeping his powder dry for the end I of his clue. Th- uh, it, 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 One of my biggest career highlights was scoring a 30-yard screamer and assisting another goal against Juventus, uh, which helped oh. see Roma sit six points clear at the top of the table. In the same year, we went on to win Serie A. So play for Roma and Bolton. It was that period of time. It was that period of time, Marcus, when um, Sam, Big Sam, was signing all these players. It must be. And we've done we've done all the headlines, haven't we? Yeah. Hang on, that's not the last clue, is it? No. I was going to say. Did I have a go? You've already had a go. This clue. You sure? Yeah, you have. What were you going to say? We both stopped on the same clue. Jim, what were you going to say? Yeah. (laughs) Move on. If Marcus hasn't got one, you've got to move on. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. During the 1998 World Cup, I dyed my hair blonde so I'd stick out to the the scouts. Stick out to the scouts. See, I thought Romanian there, but yeah. they yeah, all yeah. did it. They all did it. They all did it. It should be fairly easy to get. Ro- that Roma team is quite famous because they, they, they obviously Roma hardly ever win the league. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it was the team with um, well, obviously Montella, <laughs> Del Vecchio, yeah, all that kind of stop. Vincenzo Montella, incorrect. Batistuta was there as well. Is that a, is that a clue? No, 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 no. I was just discussing. Otherwise, oh, I'd have right. okay. I'd have said stop, the S stop. word. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, can I carry on? Yeah, you carry on at your okay. own pace, mate. You carry on, bruv. I played for seven clubs in England, Italy, and Japan. Nah, that's not helpful for me, bruv. No. 
Oh, he was one of only two Asian players to be named in Pele. Stop. FIFA one. Uh, um, it's uh, Nakata. Yeah. Can I get the first name? Is it Hidetoshi Nakata? Correct! Wow. Yeah. Nakamura wins. Yeah. So pleased to get off well, the mark. Well Yeah. Lord. Only the second Japanese player to uh, appear in uh, Syria. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, he retired very early, didn't he? Nakata he did. basically mm. just said he f- fell out of love with football. It's about what 30, 31? Yeah. Right. He, was, that, yeah. he was a good player. Who was the Mexican who played up front for them for a short while? Uh, I'm not sure. Do you remember that? That's who I had in my head early on. Blanco, no. who used to do the. Um... No, 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 no. He never played for Bolton, did he? Oh, of course not. Oh, anyway. uh, Hugo Sanchez. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Is it? Oh, no, we've done it. All right. Well done, Luke Moore. Thank you very much, everybody. Well, well, just, just another reason, by yes. the way. A good, a good going for gold there. A very, very good set of reasons why teams like Bolton Wanderers should be protected. Indeed. Because exactly. they've had some amazing players down the years and a historic, proud club. Shola Ami- no, Sammy Amiobi. <laughs> yeah. Was it short? No, he did play. Sure, I mean, he played for Bolton. I think he? he did for a bit. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, yeah. Uh, well done to you, ladies and gentlemen, for getting through that. The preview show, of course, sponsored by Betway. It's a bloody pleasure having you with us. We'll see you on Monday. But before then, we've got greatest games, of course, with myself and Jonathan Wilson. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. That uh, was it Jared Borghetti. That's right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Pete yeah. Donaldson. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you, Jimmy. Cheers. See ya. This. Was a Stakhanov production. Pretty young. No, thing. no, but Yonk Bang. What is? What's a Yonk Bang? <laughs> yonk Bang. When does he say I it? need some loving. Is, is it like Shamor? No, no, honestly, no. He says it's pretty young thing, but he just says it in a really pretty young thing. Oh, oh Yonk Bang. Pretty Yonk Bang. Yes. Yeah, ah. Yeah. <laughs>